Hey, this is Kai and Bree. That's me. From Millennial Marriage. And welcome to the Wedded Wednesday Podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome back. It's Wedded Wednesday. It's Wedded Wednesday. And happy holiday. (laughs) It is our holiday edition of the Wedded Wednesday Podcast. Oh, yeah. As always, it is Wednesday, November 14th. Not always, but as always, I tell you what day it is in case you were unaware. (laughs) In case you needed a reminder. Well, not even as always. I started that like halfway through us creating the podcast and it's just become something to... Also, it's kind of hard. Just so you guys know, like this, the whole beginning of a podcast is hard. It's like awkward. I don't know what to say. (laughs) You know, you want to be exciting, informative. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I tell you what that is. <laughs> <laughs> to cover all bases. So, this week, as you all know, it is Thanksgiving edition, like I said, of the Wedded Wednesday podcast. Gobble, gobble. And so, we're going to review a couple of things. Some do's, some don'ts, some wills, some won'ts. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Look at you on a podcast roll. <laughs> Pull up the Facebook thing. Because I need references, and she, I don't have my laptop like she usual. She needs references. I got you with the references, though. I just want to say that it's really feeling like Thanksgiving in our house right now because the smell in the air is pasteles. Mm. And any good Puerto Rican knows, pasteles are the holiday staple, along with coquito and penil. But those things are coming they in are the coming. days to come. Very excited. And Very hopefully excited. this year I don't drop the coquito. <laughs> <laughs> One year I Ooh. had the coquito in my hand. I had just poured somebody coquito. I was taking it back to the fridge. I don't know what happened. It slipped from my hand and spilled everywhere. You guys don't understand. It was a full pitcher. It was literally all there was left was the glass that I had just finished pouring. Oh, heartbreaker. I know. I felt so bad. My mom had spent so much money on all the ingredients for the. I mean, it's not like that much money, but enough money that it made me feel like a terrible child. Um, Well, hopefully that doesn't happen this year. Knock on wood. I'm clumsy, though. Anything is possible. So we'll take her off a coquito duty. (laughs) Put me on the pasteles. So this episode we broke down into different topics different conversation topics because there was more than one thing that i wanted to cover mm-hmm. um now there was something that i did want to cover that i didn't put in the the thing because i completely forgot about it when i was writing it up mm-hmm. and that is what to wear for thanksgiving Ooh. especially when you're going to your in-laws house That's a- with your family your family may not care so much but when you're going to your in-laws house You always want to impress. You know, you just want them to like you, you know? Mm -hmm. Even if they already like you, you want them to still like you more. You want to keep them coming back for more. (laughs) So, I guess we could start with that. We could start with talking about what to wear. So, first off... Do you want to talk about our first Thanksgiving first? um, Oh, our first Thanksgiving is interesting. Our first Thanksgiving... I guess it was more interesting for you than it was for me, because I had already (laughs) met your family. Yeah. But our first Thanksgiving was the first opportunity for you to meet everybody everyone in my family and it was not a small thanksgiving it was not it was like 20 25 people right it felt like more than that but you're probably right it was probably like 20 25 people it felt like more than that um but it was a good time i mean i don't i don't have anything to say about that thanksgiving 
because I had a great time. I don't it was know about a great you. Time. Chiron <laughs> took forever to come into the house for the I first did. time. Yeah, I I, I uh, changed probably about three times. You know, <laughs> like what you were talking about the outfit, and I had to make sure my outfit was on point, and I felt like I did pretty well that you year. You did. You had a V neck, uh, a black V neck shirt on mm-hmm, with a blazer with, with a. No. no, with uh, like uh, a a cardigan or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Jeans, mm-hmm. a decent pair of sneakers, and then you of course had your Yankee fitted because that's like your that signature. That was that was my trademark. Um, but yeah, so changed about three times, and then I got to our house. I mean, our families live really close to each other, like which we'll talk about within. Yeah, so we we have talked about talked about that actually. Yeah, no, we have. Um, so. You know, they live probably about five minutes, if that, away from each other. Um, and I probably waited at her doorstep probably for... 45. <laughs> <laughs> you were like even 30. in your doorstep. On the I was doorstep, in the car. you were I was in, in your car. car. Yeah, because it was kind of cool. Just that. like talking to yourself or something. That, you know and I kept crazy? texting you. I was like, all right, I want her to open the door. So, like, I didn't want to ring the bell because I was See, nervous. in my house, though... That was actually your first strike, not ringing the strikes? bell. Strikes, yeah, that strikes people. Not <laughs> ringing the bell has always been a strike against you. Although Ouch. everybody loves you, but you have never come up to the door to ring the bell to get me. You always text me, "I'm here," or true. "Open the door," or something like that. I feel like I need to have that strike removed because now I ring the doorbell. Yes, you ring the doorbell now. But now you ring the doorbell because you're comfortable with the people inside. But before, you were so scared about who was going to open the door and the small talk you were going to have to make that you would just text me, I'm here, and expect me to be the one opening the door. I would have done the same for you. No, you're right. You're right. in that position. True that. I'm not going to knock you. You know, I was I don't remember what I wore that first Thanksgiving. But what I will tell you is my my go-to attire is always something that's comfortable mm-hmm. but presentable. So yeah. usually I try to do a nice sweater with a pair of jeans, maybe some boots, heels, flats, whatever is your preference. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to have my hair done. I try to have makeup done just so that I look festive. Mm-hmm. And you do a pretty good job. At and I mean, everybody dresses up to go sit in their living room for Thanksgiving anyway, so. Yeah, pretty much. Unless you live there, then. You still yeah. dress up to go sit in the living room, because. I mean, that's true. You have less of a reason why you can't dress up if you're in <laughs> your own home. I'm not coming to your house dressed up, and then you come downstairs and sweats, because I'll be mad. <laughs> you're going back upstairs. I mean, but what if you're cooking all day and you're still not done cooking? Um, but yeah. You know what I mean, Kyron. <laughs> No, I, she's saying that because I would do that. I would be that person. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I met your whole family. What about for day. guys? What do you think? Um, which part? Like, dressing up? I feel like talking about our first Thanksgiving is going to take a lot of time up. I feel like it just went well. It was yeah, everybody it at our house. Um, all of my, like, step family, I guess you would consider it. Although it's just my family as far as I'm concerned. But my stepfather's side of the family. Mm-hmm. My mom's side of the family. Everybody had a good time. Everybody had a lot of fun. So I don't think we need to, like, go into detail. Because, to be honest, we've been together for nine years. I don't remember. She doesn't remember. I remember very clearly because it was a big moment in my life. I remember meeting your family for the first time because I met your family for the first time on your mother's birthday in October. Mm, And we were at the the, the buffet. buffet. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I sat all the way at the other end of the table from everybody because I was so nervous. And she talked about me and ringing bells. <laughs> I still talk to people and stuff. I was, I was, I did interact. I'm not saying you didn't. I'm saying like I sat at the other end of the table, but I still interacted. Yeah, no, it was good though. But so for guys and and like just the idea of getting dressed up, you're, you're talking. Yeah, like about? what what you say, what you think would be appropriate attire for visiting your in laws. Um, it depends on, on like what level you are as a person, but I would say something that's acceptable, I guess, would be probably a nice pair of jeans, some sh- a nice sh- pair of shoes with, uh, I would probably say a sweater at least. With, a sweater, a button down, yeah. maybe. Um, Girls also have the options of dresses, skirts. That's true. Like you can get a little, you can get a little more dressed up. If you're you going to options. wear a dress, here's <laughs> my thing. Mm-hmm. If you're going to wear a dress, first time you're going to Thanksgiving, you wear stockings. They could be opaque stockings. They could be nude stockings. Wear stockings. I feel like it's something that like people don't realize that they look for. Yeah. I mean, unless you live in a hot and it area. Gives, it gives the... Yeah. <laughs> but it, I guess because we're from New York. Yeah. yeah. But it also gives the illusion, I think in my mind, stockings are like, oh, I'm such a good girl. You know, I'm a conservative. I'm a good girl. You can't just get into these panties. You have to pull these pantyhose down first. You know, like <laughs> there's a fort. <laughs> there's an extra layer of protection. Um, um, yeah. So I definitely would say wear stockings, um, but be comfortable because yeah. at the end of the day, you don't want to be uncomfortable, and then everybody's wondering why you're like awkward the entire time, mm-hmm. why you're not talking, why you're not laughing, all because you're being stabbed, you're being poked, you're being mm-hmm. prodded, like. Be comfortable. Yeah, and try to wear like some stretchy pants or. Oh yeah, you need you need pants to eat, my friend. Yes. <laughs> I like to wear like very loose fitting sweaters or or dresses so that like nobody could see when my stomach is fat. <laughs> when you have a food baby. Exactly. Now, um, let's get into the actual marital Monday post. The first part of it was, how do you split up the time between both families? Mm. That's this a, for us we happen to be very lucky yep like you said our parents live five minutes away from each other if that yeah <laughs> we've talked about this before um so for us thanksgiving is splitting between both families so yeah. we alternate every year last year we went to your family's My after family. mine yeah um so this year we will do Same. your family first yeah. and then my family yeah um and that's pretty much how we do it every year because it, whoever's family you go to first really gets your empty stomach mm-hmm. and they get you eating the most for the most part. So you want to, you don't ever want to make one family feel like maybe you don't like their food or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you go, we at least that's our thinking on it. We go back and forth so that everybody gets appreciation yeah. from the nation. And we switch it up from time to time, you know, because you want to give people you know your family's equal, equal attention yeah equal time and equal but attention but for some people that's not a possibility yeah. splitting it up and so um i guess i i had always thought about this just we've never been in the situation mm-hmm. but it would be splitting up the holiday by family mm-hmm. so maybe thanksgiving would be your family christmas would be my family maybe mm-hmm. vice versa maybe mm-hmm. every year we would switch, switch a holiday yeah, swap. um so that one year 
you know, we have Thanksgiving one place, Christmas the other place, and then vice versa. Yeah, and the, especially, you know, depending on... Because certain you know, families like different holidays, Because you know? my mom would be very upset if we missed Christmas. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm Because sure. Christmas is like... Christmas is our shit. <laughs> Tell me it's not our shit. We... Our family has a great... It's one of our favorite things. Like, if you ask anybody in our family, like, our immediate family that celebrates Christmas with us, what your favorite holiday is, I guarantee you everybody's going to say Christmas because we have such a good time. But that's for another... That's our next... That's for our next holiday. The next holiday edition of Wedded Wednesday where we'll be talking about how to get through Christmas. (laughs) But it'll be similar rules, similar things apply, splitting splitting the time or mm. dedicating a holiday to one family or the other. Um, you always want to be kind of communicative communicative mm-hmm. with the family so that you know what fam- what you know what's important to what family and mm-hmm. so you're always kind of okay. keeping them even. It's hard. you don't ever want to make anybody one feel like you don't less, like them yeah less than less cared about so you got to navigate that that one it's hard well yeah um i believe in you guys but yeah so like we said we're pretty lucky in that sense but um the next question was what do you bring that's a good question um i think that's a great question never come empty-handed you always want to have something um yeah definitely try not it's interesting my opinion i guess you and i had a small discussion about this a second ago Mm. but I'm of the opinion that dessert is easy. Anybody could do a dessert. Like, you can go to the store and you can buy an incredible pumpkin pie, an incredible apple pie, an incredible pecan pie, pecan Mm -hmm. pie, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing that people think of when they think about coming is dessert or wine. Mm -hmm. I am suggesting that you go a different route. You make a side. Um, this year, actually, I am making dessert for Thanksgiving for both families. But I happen to be making a marble pumpkin cheesecake, which is, in my opinion, if you're going to be making a dessert, you want to make something that's intricate and it should be homemade. You should have spent the time making it. And it should be something that I can't just go to the store or the mm. supermarket and pick up. And so this year I'm making a marble pumpkin cheesecake. I'm very excited about it. Um, it'll be my first time making a pumpkin cheesecake. I've made cheesecake before, but Chiron can't have cheesecake in the house because he'll eat it all and get fat. So I try not to. I try not to disturb his diet. But I am of the opinion you should try to bring some kind of side, something that's going to stand apart from everybody else. Um, you know, it doesn't even have to be anything crazy. Maybe you could make mashed potatoes with some rosemary in it or thyme in it or something that's just like a, a typical Thanksgiving meal, but with your signature Flair. twist. Because you want to impress your in-laws, just like you want to wear something to impress them. You want to bring something to impress them. Yes. And I would agree with you um, to all that, unless you can't cook. You know, if yeah, you're if not, you can't cook, if you can't cook, don't then, cook. Yeah, just buy something. Yeah, buy a dessert at that point. Or if you've or been ha- told to bring something specifically, if they've said yeah, to you, "Oh, don't worry about that. it." Yeah. Um, you know, everything else is covered. Just, just bring a pumpkin pie or something. Yeah. Then 
go for it. Bring a pumpkin pie. Absolutely. But dessert is is basic. It's very basic. And these are your in-laws. You know how many... If you have a Thanksgiving of 10 people, right? There's your in-laws, your your brothers-in-laws, sisters-in-laws. Your siblings. Your sibling-in-laws. Sibling um, the, the... You know, then there's like the guests sometimes. that come. The get the additional guests mm-hmm. are probably bringing a dessert. Most likely, they're bringing a dessert. And so, as somebody who's now part of the family, you want to contribute more than just the family friends. Yeah, you know, you want to take it a little step further. My uh, my next suggestion when it comes to food, though, is get your hands dirty. When all the food is done and it's ready to be put away. You jump into the kitchen. How can I help? Can I put this away? Do you need me to do the dishes? Do you need me to take out the trash? Anything that you can do to lighten the load for the person who's hosting, especially if it's your in-laws. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I concur, doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I guess it's up to everybody. It's Everybody's an individual. Everybody knows the family that they're going to visit best. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if yeah. it, you know you could always confer t- to your spouse it, you know if if you yeah. feel like you're not comfortable asking certain questions then you could always ask your spouse to ask but try to ask you know so it seems like you're taking an interest in participating yeah in- exactly I did text Kendall and I let him know I'm making a marble pumpkin cheesecake and so he's going to make a caramel sauce to go with it that's I was like, can you make one? And does it taste good? <laughs> can you make it? And does it? Not like and you're going to eat it go? anyway. <laughs> I don't know. He's the one in chef school. I know, but you don't eat cheesecake. The last part, I know I don't eat cheesecake, but hopefully it's good. Yeah. Um, the last part of it is how to deal with prying family. Mm. Uh, this to me is very important. <laughs> you need to have a game plan. Yeah. And it's actually very important to you because we've been getting a lot of the, when are you having kids? Mm-hmm. Are you having babies? And it's become kind of stressful. Yeah. Like it's like all this pressure coming from everybody else to have babies. And we're still trying to figure out between ourselves mm-hmm. what's going to happen when it comes to having babies. And then that's the time where all of your family and friends are there. Are there. So, so it makes the, the situation even more yeah. awkward and stressful. So my suggestion was have a game plan. Yeah. Before you get there, figure out what questions you're comfortable you're comfortable with. or not comfortable answering uh-huh. and have a game plan for how you're going to take care of it. Yeah. I am of the opinion that the person whose family you're visiting is the person whose responsibility it is to dodge the question. Mm-hmm. Because if you're at my family's house, you don't want to have to be like I don't want to answer that. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to seem rude. I abstain. Rude. I plead the fit. Yeah, you don't want to seem rude, <laughs> yeah. but you also may not want to have. You may not want to answer those kinds of questions. Yeah. And so then it's my job to step in and know that you're uncomfortable with a certain topic mm-hmm. and say, no, no, no. You know, mm-hmm. change the subject, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Whatever you, know? you game plan for. <laughs> exactly. Whatever you came up with. But it's really important that regardless, you have. Some kind of nonchalant 
dismissive answer prepared in your back pocket for the off chance that they wait till your spouse goes to the bathroom yeah. to start asking you questions. And that very well could happen. Yes, and that has <laughs> happened for me. I'm pretty sure. Um, so you always want to have a game plan. You want to be honest with your partner about what you're okay with. You want to you want to have a united front. That's the most important thing. You're together now. You're a couple now, and you want to seem like you stand together. Not that it really matters, but like on Thanksgiving, it's already ugly enough. Whose religion is what? Whose politics mm, is what? Who's drunk and saying some crazy? Stuff. Exactly. You don't need. You don't need to add more to it by making it seem like you two can't even agree. You know. Although yeah. maybe that will take the the heat off of something else, but <laughs> maybe being united. But we don't want to find that in that moment. <laughs> yeah, but being united mentally is important. Yeah, and knowing how to how to avoid certain situations or, you know, uh, changing subjects and stuff like that is, is What important. do you think? Do you think it's like, like if I go to your house, no, it's your responsibility? Yeah. yeah, especially because that's that's the family that you've known best, I guess. Like, that's the family you deal with. Like, if it's my family, you know, that's my family. I've dealt with them my whole life. Exactly. You know? So I, in that regard, I I agree with you. You know, whoever's house you're at, it's that person's responsibility to kind of, uh, you know, help guide the situation or yeah. guide the questions. Or... And it may require you kind of being side by side all night. Um, you know, some people they separate and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And sometimes you don't have a problem answering these questions. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you necessarily have to have a problem answering these questions, but for some people it is. There's people that have been together for a long time mm-hmm. and you don't know what somebody's dealing with. Maybe you and I have been fighting because um I want to get married and you haven't proposed yet. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't know that some what somebody's personal situation is and now I walk into your house and all of a sudden your parents are like, "When are you guys getting married?" Mm-hmm. It's going to be a sore subject and I'm going to feel obligated to try to to cover up how I'm feeling or cover up for you and it's not yeah. fair to the person. And I think even more so when it comes to kids. Like I think it's pretty common for families to ask when are you having kids but what if these people are having trouble conceiving what -hmm. if they just found out like what if i just found out i can't have babies or you you are not producing viable sperm like this or you just had a miscarriage yeah (laughs) like there there are certain (laughs) things that you shouldn't not seeing that she did but i'm just saying you know that's a that's a situation that i'm sure people deal with it's absolutely true or what if we're fighting because you want to have kids right now and i don't ever want to have kids i don't think i want to have kids at all you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you don't know what the personal situation is behind closed doors you don't want to start a fight Mm -hmm. on thanksgiving day or have somebody have hurt feelings on thanksgiving day like Mm -hmm. it's a very sensitive time yeah no absolutely you want to try to make the the most of it because odds are you're not really with your family all year long you know so this might be one of the few times you get to actually interact and enjoy each other's company hopefully and eat some good food you know eat some pasteles (laughs) um but that was it those are the main things that i thought we should cover when it comes to thanksgiving i hope that was good for you guys yeah i hope you know it answered any questions that you may have and if you have any other questions that you felt like we didn't talk about or we didn't touch on then i would say you know send it our way you know um comment and you know we'll we'll try to answer it then yeah 
Um, my final words of the day were drink and be thankful to the host. What seems insignificant when you have it is important when you need it. That was Franz Grillparzer. Those are very true words. Yeah. It's a time for, overall, it's a time for being thankful mm-hmm. for what you have, thankful for what the year has brought you, thankful for your health, your mm-hmm. happiness, your family, the food that's on the table that you were able to provide. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're thankful to God, whether you're thankful to the host, whether you're thankful to, you know, life in general, mm-hmm. it's important to be thankful. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so I guess you guys could stay tuned. We have some more stuff to come, but first... What is going to be a second in your time is going to be a couple of hours in our time. So we're going to have dinner. We're going to watch some TV. Take it easy. We just got home. So, um, but stay t- Sit. Sit tight. Grab sit a snack. Stay tight. Stay tight. <laughs> stay tight. <laughs> <laughs> sit tight. Grab a snack. We'll be back. Well, don't grab a snack. You only have one second. We'll grab a snack. You stay where you are. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back. We've eaten. We watched The Flash. <laughs> and yeah. we are ready for part two of this week's episode. Part dos. Part dos. So I thought it would be fun to um, do like a to have and to hold kind of thing, but with Thanksgiving traditions from around the world. You know I love this game. <laughs> and... So, um, while some of you might be saying to yourself, but Brianna, Thanksgiving is only celebrated in America because that's where the pilgrims landed. Mm -hmm. I say to you that one, you're wrong because in the Netherlands, they also celebrate Thanksgiving. Dana was good. And two, Mm -hmm. this is a list of thanks. Giving festivals. As in giving thanks for something. Gotcha. It's only seven of them. I didn't want to go too overboard. But I think that's enough. It's a decent amount. And I like seven. Seven's my number. Seven's the lucky number. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start over in Malaysia. At the Kadazan Festival. So Malaysians believe that without rice, there is no life. Um, essentially, which I am a firm believer in as well as a Puerto Rican woman. Um, so they celebrate this festival in May and it basically worships rice as an extension of the creator. They have a, a god that they celebrate or a creator that they celebrate called Bambazon or something. Um, I don't want to ruin it, but Bambazon. For, um, they celebrate him for his generosity and facilitating life on earth. Essentially, the story of creation goes that uh, their god sacrificed his daughter in order to save the people who would otherwise suffer from great famine. So he buried parts of her across the land and her body became the seed of the rice paddy. And still today, the people believe that uh, the grain holds the spirit of life and creation. Wow. Yep. The festival is a beautiful day of giving thanks to the creator who made the people's most prized staple of life. (laughs) That's pretty interesting. And they do things like rice wine, buffalo races, agricultural shows. You could make wine out of anything. <laughs> <laughs> you could make alcohol out of anything. I would say rice wine. I mean, I guess it's rice wine if you call it rice wine. But it, wouldn't that just be like a grain alcohol? I mean, 
probably and grain similar, alcohol is but, crazy. That's like moonshine. You know, there's like distinct tastes. You know, there's people's palates out there that are like. But I guess mm. rice wine is different. Yeah. Maybe somebody could let us know in the comments. I would have it just because I think like those stories of like how it came to be. Excuse me for my yawn, by the way. You want that even now? So, do you think you would you would have it? You said. Mm-hmm. I like the story. It's yeah, it's cool. I love a good uh, folk tale. I like rice. I'm Caribbean, so. <laughs> All right, so now we're moving over to Korea. And they do something called the chusyok. <laughs> These words are hard. I know. Chusyok Harvest Festival. The reason I laugh is because I know I would say it much worse than you. <laughs> chusyok. <laughs> I'm sorry to all of Korea. I apologize to all of Korea and every Korean in the world. I'm destroying. And I apologize to all the countries on this list when I destroy eventually <laughs> your your country thing because I'm gonna. Um, so it's like it's spelled C-H-U-S-E-O-K Chusiek but so their harvest festival is celebrated get this on the 15th day of the 8th lunar month so like every 8 months they're having a party it's not like every year (laughs) that's pretty cool or the 8th I don't know what the 8th lunar month means maybe it is the 8th month of the year Again, I apologize for destroying your culture. (laughs) And it emphasizes respect and commemoration of elders and ancestral roots. Um, There's the usual Thanksgiving traditions, like feasting with your families and things. Mm -hmm. But um, essentially, families return to their ancestors' hometowns and hold memorials at the relatives' grave sites. Mm -hmm. And they bring things like rice cakes, taro soup, mushrooms, um... They use freshly harvested rice. There's games and activities like archery, music competitions, folk music. And it's a, it's a whole holiday dedicated to celebrating and honoring your ancestors. That's pretty cool. That's like um, that's like the Day of the Dead and Thanksgiving had a baby. And that's that, true. <laughs> that's what came out. <laughs> that is true. And I like the whole honoring ancestors thing. I'd have it. I'd have it too. It sounds like fun. There's archery. Right? And music and... Oh, by the way, I didn't explain that this is all coming from goabroad.com. An article called Gobble Up the Seven Thanksgiving Traditions Around the World. So, just so you know, if anybody wants to see it themselves. That's pretty interesting, though. I have both of them so far. Now, the next one that we're going to is Ghana. What up? Where they have the festival of the yams. Yams. I'm not too crazy about yams to be honest with you. I'm not a big yam person either. I may not have this. I may hold on this one just <laughs> on principle. <laughs> but so Hamowo is an African festival dedicated to the hopefulness that the crops will be plentiful for the coming year and no one will experience famine. It's celebrated in August or September. And it's centered around the new yam harvest. So that families are brought together. They're typically very competitive. The point is to have the largest crop. Oh, like a battle of the crops. Yeah, my (laughs) crop is better than your crop. (laughs) You can't see my crop. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone Uh, in the village, they come together. They share their bounty. They eat yams. Um, Get a lot of yams, apparently. 
That's a lot of yam. I, I can only imagine you can only make so many things with yams. <laughs> it's like baked yams, roasted yams, boiled yams. Yam soup. Yam soup. I'm sure there's somebody who created some kind of yam dessert. Breaded yam. <laughs> you know somebody. Like eggplant parmesan? Yeah, exactly. Yam parmesan? Um, I don't know any African food. I've never eaten African food. Have you? Yeah, I've, I've eaten the uh, rice. It's pretty spicy. It's funny that we talked about rice in the previous one. But There's yeah. a lot of rice going on. Um, but yeah, it's not bad. They're pretty. Their food is pretty spicy, you know. Um, I like spice though. The next country is Germany, mm-hmm. and this one is the Erntedankfest. Erntedankfest. Dankfest. Er. Er, you know, we're just gonna leave it at Earth to Fest. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving Day. Uh, literally translated, it's Thanksgiving Day in Germany. Or Thanksgiving Day Feast, I believe, is actually a literal translation, but we won't come for the author too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a religiously dominated celebration, and the churches essentially run the show. Catholics, Protestants celebrate, they attend church, they do Thanksgiving festivals. Um, they usually fall on the first Sunday in October. So like Oktoberfest. <laughs> um, like Meat many spook. traditions, it is centered on giving thanks for the year's harvest and grain. In one of the multiple church services throughout the day, giant woven baskets filled with fruit, grain, and vegetables are carried to the church, blessed, and then distributed to the poor. Aww. Um, after church services in the middle of the day, there are lantern parades, primarily for the children, and uh, the celebratory food is much the same as the kind that are consumed in America. However, the Germans have Monstreitzel, which mm. is sweet bread sprinkled with poppy seed. That's not bad. That I don't like sweet bread, but I really like poppy sweet seeds. Sweet bread is awesome. Um, Do you like I- poppy seeds? Yeah, I like poppy. I ha- I have a poppy seed bagel occasionally from time to time. I love the little black seeds. That's poppy seed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't take a drug test. <laughs> <laughs> I eat I eat a poppy seed bagel like once a week. Do you? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> at my job we get this variety pack, and mm-hmm. one of them is the poppy seed, and that's mm-hmm. my favorite. Yeah. So I eat it. Out of the bunch. Yeah, there's one that has anise in it. Like, I don't understand why you would put anise in a bagel. I've never then had anise. there's, it's like a herby, and it's like a minty herb, too. Yeah. It's disgusting. Um, then there's a sesame seed. It's always in the same order. <laughs> a sesame seed, a poppy seed, a pumpernickel, and a whole wheat. <laughs> oh, that's gross. No wonder the poppy seed is your favorite. <laughs> well, the whole wheat one just tastes like a plain bagel, and I'll eat the sesame seed one. I just don't eat the anise and I'd the pumpernickel. Have the poppy seed than sesame seed. To me, it's weird. I like I, taste I well. today I burnt the poppy seed bagel and I had to throw it out because I like really burnt it. Like you couldn't even bite you into it. Even scrape it off. You couldn't. It was hard as a rock. Uh, that's that's just terrible waste. Um, Anyways, back to the festivals. <laughs> yeah, um, I would. So I could I have it, it except going to church? Because it says multiple church services. Do you have to go to every one of them? Can I just go to one and then enjoy the rest of them? I'm sure they mean in like they hold multiple church services throughout the day. And there is one of those multiple mm. that includes a basket. I don't think that people are necessarily going to multiple church services a day. You never know. 
you don't know but <laughs> i assume <laughs> just like on christmas day where they hold a bunch of ceremony and uh, well yes. a bunch of uh services yes i like the feeding the poor i like the eating but, i mean who doesn't like the eating though people <laughs> people <laughs> <laughs> the next Not one is in china people. Okay, okay. We're off to China, ladies and gentlemen, to the Harvest Moon Festival. It's a mid-autumn festival. So, when the moon is brightest and the fullest, this three-day celebration takes place in the middle of the autumn season, also known as the Moon Festival. This celebration is a descendant from the original Chinese customs of moon sacrificial ceremonies, where a series of prayers, poems, and offerings were burned as offerings. Nowadays, the people of modern China are much more accustomed to appreciating the moon, which is the practice of gathering around a table, talking, and eating the offerings from the sacrificial ceremony. Reflecting on the importance of togetherness, families eat moon cakes, which are mm. round, semi-sweet pastries, and the children dance and play with festival lanterns. That's pretty cool. I'd have it. It sounds good. It's basically all Thanksgiving, just like and, uh, different, different variations. Yeah. And I, I'm all there for anything that requires me to just sit and eat. I'm, <laughs> I'm a fat ass, and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. The next country is Israel. Okay. And in Israel, they do something called Sukkot. Sukkot. Although I said that more Russian, probably. Sukkot. Yeah. Sukkot. This biblical holiday celebrated on the 15th day of Tish- Tishrei. Between late September and late October is a time where Jewish people reflect on the struggle of Israelites during their 40-year travel through the desert after the exodus from slavery in Egypt. Seven days long Sukkot Sukkot in Israel is packed full with joy celebrations and is referred to in Jewish literature as the season of our rejoicing. The word Sukkot means booths which refers to the name of the temporary dwelling celebrators live in to remember the period of wandering. However, the holiday also holds agricultural meaning and celebrates the annual harvest that provides sustenance for all the people. I'm going to hold on this one because we live in New York and the 15th day between late September and late October could be quite chilly and i'm not living in a booth outside it could be the opposite too though it could be really hot either way you're not living in a booth outside no i I definitely you would think that that could be that would be like a really comfortable time it's not no that's terrible i'm holding i'm holding as well as you as you continue to read into it, the more I was like, nah. <laughs> no offense against Israel, and it's really cool that they're acknowledging the struggle of their ancestors in Word. that way. Like that's power to you. I have to say, Jew the Jewish culture, not culture, religion. Excuse me, Judaism has a lot of ceremonies like that that acknowledge like the struggles of the ancestors' past, and it's really cool because I feel like not many other religions do that. Like, I mean, you have Catholicism has Lent, but it's not as observed as I mean, some other ceremonies Ramadan in Judaism. And then I was going to say, yeah, and then Ramadan in Islam. But I and feel like Judaism has a lot of them. But then I guess the Jews really suffered. The Jews have been through some things in history, and I really feel for them, man. 
It's like every couple thousand years, there's somebody that comes along and is like, we're going to fuck with the Jews. And it's not fair. I mean, I feel like that's what everything, you know, like every culture at some point. Oh, yeah. But I mean, poor Jews. I mean, definitely poor Jews. <laughs> Absolutely. Poor a lot well, of cultures. But yeah. Just in, in talking about Israel. Yeah. All lives matter. Yeah, but in this moment, no, no, Jew I lives totally matter. <laughs> yeah. The next culture is India. Um, and they do a celebration called Pungal. Pungal. Yeah. So it's a time for giving thanks to nature. Pungal is an Indian harvest festival that's four days long. It's held in mid-January in southern India. So like the hottest India there's possible. As if India was not hot enough, you're going to go to mm. southern India. And it contains plenty of... Food? Rice. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. My gut was telling me that, but I was like, "Wait, this is Thanksgiving. It's about food, not main, not only rice." <laughs> no rice, sugar cane, and turmeric. There's a guy near my job selling turmeric capsules. That's cool. When you break it down, the first—I don't know why that came to my head, by the way—but I just thought I'd share with you mainly, mm-hmm. but I guess with everybody now. Mm-hmm. When you break it down, the first day is the time for paying homage to Lord Indra the ruler of clouds who provides the rain. People celebrate his generosity in providing rain for their crops and bringing prosperity to all. On the second day, the performance of puja. It's a ceremonial act of worship where rice is boiled in milk and then symbolically offered to the sun god. Sugar cane, coconut, and bananas are offered in a small dish and all participants are clothed in traditional dress. On the third day, noted as Matu Pongal, is the day for cows. In representation of the legend of Shiva and Basava, his bull, the cows are adorned, and Basava his bull, excuse me, Shiva and Basava his bull, the cows are adorned in decorations, beads, corn, and flowers, and paraded around the town. That's scary. <laughs> the jingle bells signal the time for celebrating, and the entire scene turns into a giant party. The fourth and final day of Pungal requires the women of the house to wash a turmeric leaf, lay it on the ground, and place Pungal rice around it, asking that the house and their brothers always prosper. Um, so that's the harvest festival that they do. That's scary to me because could you imagine having to be the person that dresses up the cow? I mean... Now you gotta go put flowers, beads, corn, decorations, all on a cow. It wants nothing to do with you. It just wants to sit and be a cow. On a hot day. <laughs> it wants to do all its cow things on a hot day in southern live, India. Live the cow best life. Um, I wonder how far, far south southern India is and whether... Okay, this may be a stupid question. Or whether or not it comes back around to being cold again. Like, like because I... So the equator is the hottest part of the... Of Earth. And the closer you are to the equator, the, the hotter it is. is yeah. So that's why everything south of us is hotter because they're closer to the equator. But like if India is, or like let's say like in Africa, like in South Africa, mm-hmm. I don't know how far than... south Africa South Africa is, but like, does that eventually become cool again because it's far away from the equator? Is this like a fourth grade question and I I'm just like an it. idiot? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it is, but I don't have the answer for you at the moment. So we're idiots I'm together, at least. I'm having a brain fart, yeah. That's good. Somebody's probably yelling at us right now, like, what 
take you idiots. How could you not know? <laughs> I don't remember. Is it the southern hemisphere that's hot? Is it the... I don't remember. I just know that it's well, hot I mean, when you go south. I'm sorry. Go I'm an right, American. When you go right, it changes too, no? No. Sure? Time zones change. Yeah, time zones. That's what I'm thinking of. Damn, that's <laughs> <laughs> I can't. We collectively, our kids are screwed. Mm. They're gonna be like, "Mom, what's the equator?" I'm be like, uh, "It's that line that goes across in the globe." <laughs> when there's not an actual, <laughs> it's the one that goes across. You know, the middle one, um, <laughs> the big one. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, um, so that was it. That was everything. I mean, I kind of like the part. Like, it resulted in a party. And it's like a three-day long thing. It's like in like, the streets, too. It's like the, ulti- yeah, the like ultimate block, block party. party. Yeah. I like that. I like block parties. I would love to go to a block party. You never met. You're right. But I only want day four. <laughs> you want day four. Wasn't it only three days? No, no it's it was four days. four days. Yeah. Yeah, day four is what the, all the build-up was for. There's a lot of fours in that. <laughs> You're so stupid. Um, yeah. I'm holding too much to do. I mean, I would just hold just because there's a lot of turmeric. 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 Yeah. It's a lot. And I can only take so much. <laughs> but otherwise, I sound, I think it sounds like a dope, a dope time. I like all these things. I like all other cultures oh I'm glad you appreciate that to having to hold I always do it's fun for me too I get to teach you things and I like to teach things (laughs) she likes to be the teacher yeah I like to inform not necessarily teach yeah hey Chip we're in the middle of a podcast here right Chip is feeling very emotional because we just came back from our weekend away Oh my god, we didn't talk about our weekend away. So, <laughs> it was our wedding anniversary, our one year wedding anniversary this weekend. It was. And we took a trip up to Canada. If you follow the page, you know that. Mm-hmm. Um, the stories was lit. This, we, well, we posted yeah. as much as we could, but yeah. we tried well, I mean, to live in the moment, moment more than yeah. anything. And so... Um, we posted like the main things. We didn't necessarily post when we were at the casino because you can't really post the casino. That was a good time. Um, but we had a great time. Mm-hmm. We had so much fun. Mm-hmm. We had a great jacuzzi. Awesome. Um, Definitely need one. For... I know it was such a nice jacuzzi. It was in our room. Mm-hmm. It was all really, really nice. Mm-hmm. It was all, and the view was amazing. You were right there, but on the you know pretty much on the falls. Yeah. Um, the food was great. Yeah. The restaurants were pretty good. A lot of steak. Um, yeah, a lot of steak, but I mean, pretty... America has steak too. <laughs> yeah, but I think but it was Canada worth it. has like special cows. They have like Canadian Reserve beef or something like that. Well, Canada has nice pricing. I think Chip is barking at us because he's trying to give us the signal. The signal. And um, the... but yeah, it was our wedding anniversary. Now we've been married for one, one year. year. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. The I enjoyed the whole trip except the beginning of it. Yeah, getting but, there was crazy. But we got there. We got there. We and enjoyed. we enjoyed every moment of it. Yeah. We definitely should do it though when it's a little bit warmer because 
Canadian yeah. cold is, is a, a different cold. It's a slightly different cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, it got cold. We had to buy gloves and scarves. Well, mm-hmm. I bought a scarf. Yeah, it was crazy. And he had a jacket and a hoodie on. Mm-hmm. It was cold. <laughs> but I had fun. Had I mean, we time. had fun. Yeah. I would, you know. I would assume that we got. <laughs> I had fun. I so just you had didn't fun. want to speak. <laughs> I just only wanted to speak on my behalf. Yeah, I yeah, it was assume. a really good time. Um, but yeah, no, it was pretty awesome. And I recommend it for any couples that are on the East Coast mm-hmm. and close enough to drive to Canada. Mm-hmm. It was a great drive. It was a long drive. It was, a, yeah. but it was a great drive, and I loved it. I mean, it was eight, almost eight hours driving because you eventually you stop, you want to eat and stuff like that, but. It was it was very much worth it. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. We definitely would do it again. Yeah, we should. We should. We're members at the casino now, so. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's this week's episode, guys. I don't know what next week holds for us yet, because it is Thanksgiving week. But I would like to do maybe one more episode if we could fit it in. I just don't know what it would be. Yeah, we'll get back to you. We'll keep you posted. We may take a break from Thanksgiving to Christmas because, you know, the holidays. But I feel bad because we've had to take a couple of breaks, breaks well, due to unforeseen circumstances. Yeah. Um, And then also because it was Memorial Day. Was it Memorial Day? I think so, yeah. Hey, salute Labor to day? our no, veterans. Salute to the oh, veterans, yeah. by Happy the way. Happy Veterans Day to all of our veterans out there. We appreciate your service. Yeah. You honor us with your sacrifice thank you we appreciate it and our dog Chipping is being it. i know rude <laughs> she's so rude <laughs> dogs and kids they're unpredictable they are all right guys so, we appreciate you do you appreciate you coming back as always Good. and we'll see you next week and as always we succeed, succeed together, together. <laughs> bye Peace.